Hello, I'm Natasha Mirosh. And I'm Sam Donsky. Welcome to Extra Virgin Postcards, where we invite a guest from around the world to share what they love about where they live, the best things to see and do, and where and what to eat. You'll get insights that only a local would know. So whether you're looking for destination inspiration, or you're just armchair travelling, let this Extra Virgin Postcard take you away. My name is Karen Ho. I'm a freelancer in the media industry. Uh, I live in Kuala Lumpur, uh, although the locals call it KL. And people who live in KL uh, or from KL, well, we're called KLites. So I'm a KLite. I was born here and I've lived here most of my life, apart from about 13 years in England during my teens. KL is the capital city and uh, it's in the west of peninsula Malaysia. I would say it's a medium-sized city. It's, uh, it's modern, it's ambitious, uh, it wants to be a shopping and a food paradise. The good thing is that although it has shiny malls and the trendy restaurants like most cities, it also is nicely complemented by its traditional heritage. KL is a very multicultural uh, city and even Malaysia in general. Malay, Chinese and Indian cultures are interweaved very deeply. Uh, for example, in the culinary influences, in entertainment, and even in colloquial language, you'll find that lots of Malaysians, we, we tend to mix words from different cultures. So Greater Kuala Lumpur is generally quite big. We have many suburbs, and I live in one of the suburbs in the northwest. Now, the city centre itself has a dual personality. Some parts are very modern and clean, and other parts are very historical or more gritty. And I think that visitors tend to like that balance. Uh, in terms of uh, what there is to see and do, well, my recommendations would be, of course, the Petronas Twin Towers. Uh, it's such a famous international landmark and everybody goes there. There is a tour that takes you to the Sky Bridge, and the Sky Bridge is what links the two towers. And you can also go even further up to the 80-something floor, really at the top of the towers. So you not only get a fantastic view, but you also, of course, get to see some, uh, some interesting architectural angles if you're into architecture. I also recommend Chinatown area. It's anchored by a well-known street market. And it's also surrounded by lots of little mom and pop shops. But I like Chinatown area and I, I recommend it because it has seen um, a sort of a recent revival. It's become more trendy amongst millennials and, well, tourists in general. Uh, certain parts of Chinatown were very old and dilapidated, um, but they have been refurbished and restored. For example, there is a back alley known as Kwai Chai Pong. It was literally just a dirty old back alley, which has been changed and it's got beautiful murals now and, you know, interesting uh, eateries. Uh, for nature lovers, I recommend the Kale Bird Park. I love it there. I, I always take any uh, foreign visitors there. It's one of the world's largest aviaries, covered aviaries, and you'll find birds, they can fly freely because it's covered. And you'll find peacocks strutting around, um, you know, like they own the place. And you can take photos within centimetres uh, of standing next to them. Uh, other cultural attractions I would recommend are places like um, Independence Square. There's some beautiful architectural landmarks there. And if you can get out of the city centre, I also like to recommend Tianhao Temple. 
which is one of the largest Chinese temples in Southeast Asia. A lot of people like to go to Batu Caves, um, which is further out in the suburbs. It's a, a limestone cave with a, a series of caves inside. It's a, a beautifully, visually stunning attraction. Um, there's also places like Little India. And if you're into museums, um, Islamic Arts Museum is highly rated. So as I mentioned earlier, food and drink is a big part of Malaysians, uh, the Malaysian lifestyle. We eat practically like 10 times a day, all around the clock. We have restaurants that open till late. There's something for any budget. One of the things I would recommend is to try to go to a local mamak shop. Mamak is the colloquial word for an Indian Muslim coffee shop. Uh, these are open-air coffee shops, and they sell typically Indian type of food, like biryani, rotis, and um, very local. And you'll find that the Malaysians of all walks of life, everyone hangs out at a mamak shop, and that's quite a very unique Malaysian experience. At the same time, we have lots and lots of Instagram-worthy eateries and cafes, which are very, very trendy. If you are in KL City itself and you don't want to go too far or you don't have much time, go to Jalan Alor, which basically means Alor Street. That is a long street filled with street food where the tables and chairs are on the street. Um, lots of hawker stalls, um, people selling food along the street. Uh, it's, it's amazing. It's a, a lot of, it's very lively. Uh, so head there, Jalan Alor. Also, if you want something a bit more comfortable with air conditioning, then uh, I would recommend the food court in Lot 10 Shopping Mall. I don't normally recommend going to a shopping mall for food, but if there is one uh, that you should try that has uh, offers more comfort because it's air-conditioned, um, well, then try Lot 10 Shopping Mall, uh, which is in the city centre in the Golden Triangle. That has a basement food court, and uh, the vendors there offer very authentic Malaysian food. Also, um, as I mentioned earlier, Chinatown is a great place to try local food as well. Some cafes uh, can be found in um, heritage buildings. They are sometimes on the first floor, so you'll, you know, you'll go upstairs to the first floor and you'll find this amazing retro-themed cafe. So try Chinatown as well. Insider tips, well, if you're going to go to take up the Twin Towers tour, um, I know a lot of websites say go up, go early to queue up for the tickets first thing in the morning, but because they, you can choose which slots you want to go for. So if you're not fussy about which time slot, you don't have to get up at 7am and queue. You can just go in the afternoon if you like and pick um, the, the next one that's available. But if you do have a specific time, like maybe you want to catch the sunset, then yes, you might want to go first thing in the morning. So I hope that really has inspired you to come and visit Kuala Lumpur the next chance you get. And um, I guarantee you'll have a great time.